Hello, and welcome to the Ecom Ops Podcast. We believe that there is more than enough content focused on e-commerce marketing and not enough content celebrating the real heroes of e-commerce, those running the operation. Each week, we find and interview an e-commerce operations expert to share the secrets behind how some of this industry's most exciting businesses are run. And now, your host, Norbert Strapler, the CEO of Sync Spider. Hello and welcome to the EcomOps podcast. My name is Norbert. I'm your host. And today I'm talking with Marsha. Hey, Marsha. Yeah, how are you? Hey. I'm yeah. Marsha from Cape Yeah. Go on, Marsha. Okay. I'm Marsha from Cape Wookies and I'm in the U.S. And we're, um, we're a company that makes whoopie pies, which is basically a Two cakes with a really delicious creamy filling in between, and uh, we we started our business really easily, knowing that the way to build a brand was to have many many vehicles to get your products out. So one of them was obviously e-commerce and uh, our own website and other websites uh, that we could engage and get to sell our products as well. So um, we've had some success, which is great. I need to say I'm just on your website and I get hungry. So this is really great. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just sharing my screen so all the people that are following on YouTube can see those great whoopies here. So uh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> stopping that now. Um, yeah. So um, um, you you um, you started your e-commerce. Tell me a bit about. Uh, how did you get into e-commerce? Why did you build out the company? Well, I just I just felt like that was the that was the initial uh, way to get our name out to a bigger audience because then you can use other vehicles like social media, um, that kind of thing. So we right away the first thing we did was use Shopify, which is great uh, software to easily build a website. I think it took us it took me. Uh, six days to plug in all the pictures, write all the content, plug that in. So within six days of deciding that you want to have a company, you can have a website that is fully functional with a, a store and the ability to um, sell things and collect money and uh, the entire gamut of, of operations. So yeah. Shopify is great is great uh, software because anybody can use it. I didn't grow up uh, learning about computers, so I did not have the background that a lot of people today already have. So for me, Shopify was great. Perfect. Yeah, we have very, very uh, often uh, people here that have a Shopify store. Uh, it's really very common. And is Shopify your um, uh, entire e-com stack or do you use any specific apps or tools? No. Um, well, we we use Shopify, but we're also on uh, Amazon, and we're also on Goldbelly. Goldbelly is probably our biggest customer, and um, so in terms of you know, I know that I know that uh, Shopify uses a particular background to uh, work their magic, and I don't know about Goldbelly or Amazon how they you know, what their websites are like, but we're listed on both and we get a great deal of business from both. We get probably 
percent of our business from Gold Belly, and they are just an e-commerce website that sells food products. They go around the country and find the best of the best food, and then sell it online. And how do you cover the 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 orders when you get orders from from those big providers? Uh, how do you fulfill them? Do you import those orders into Shopify or any other system? No, actually, um, it's really quite easy. It's, it's really a dropship kind of endeavor. And they just send you an email uh, with the information. You go on their website and download a shipping label and an order form. And the two go together. One goes in the box. The other goes on the outside of the box. It's very simple. So Gold Belly, amazing. Amazon, in the same way, amazing. You know, just has a, a an easy downloadable packing slip. And uh, then you set up, for Amazon, you have to set up your own shipping. Uh, but it's easy to do. And and the own shipping, so, uh, so you have a carrier, and then you copy-paste the address data there and um, print the label? Or how yep. do you do with that? Yep, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. It's mm-hmm. so incredibly simple that you don't even feel like you have to describe it. But basically, that's what happens. In my case, my website gets enough traffic that we pay a, another company that sets up the shipping in FedEx. We use FedEx exclusively. And so that secondary company, because we get so many, it would be a difficult to one by one by one put it into FedEx. So this secondary company sets up the whole thing, prints out, you know, when I click on today's orders, it prints out all the shipping labels, all the packing slips, everything's all set up. You just, you know, take it to uh, the shipping area and set up the order, put it in the box. One goes in, one goes out. It's pretty simple. Yeah, that's I mean, nice. that's, that's the thing. Yeah, the thing that I've found is you don't really have to know a lot to get started. All you have to know to get started is what it is you want to do. And then each step, you look in front of you and you find that there are four things you have to figure out. And you figure out those four things and take one step. And and you continue like that. And all of a sudden, you find yourself, you're halfway up the mountain. And you think, wow, <laughs> how did I get here? And it was yeah. really very simple. It's just one step at a time and anybody can do it because Shopify, the software is so easy to use that anybody can do it. It's really nice. And, and, and is, uh, in your team, do you, do you um, have specific people in your team that are focused on operations or how big is your team? Uh, our team is about, at this point, it's about six people. Yeah. And we're just, we're just at the stage where, where we're kind of, pulling in apart into two pieces and one is more operations and the other is more um, baking and making of the product, you know, production. So we're sort of just in that stage right now where we're pulling it apart and we've, we've sort of made our own uh, inventory system um, where we, you know, have a planning inventory and then an inventory that says this is what we actually did after we thought, you know, after we saw the orders coming in this way, this is how they actually went out. You know, we have that going on. Um, we've also, we also have the, um, our, our year kind of ebbs and flows and our busiest time is during the summer. And then again at Christmas time and Christmas time is so busy that we, we really have to inhale and grab as many people as we can to help us to get through it. And then in January, 
uh, usually it slows down in January and we kind of reassess everything that we're doing. We look at how is the packaging? Can we do a better job with less or is there a better looking product that we can afford to do and and not uh, have our, our product cost too much? You know, we sort of reassess all the pieces and parts and see what we can do to make it just as good or maybe even better, um, but uh, thinking carefully about the cost. And so January is always about the cost. And we just have redesigned the packaging and we'll have our logo printed on the outside. So that too will be a marketing tool as it travels everywhere. People will see the, the logo. They'll see the ability to get in touch with us. It'll have the website and our phone number on that package. So, um, so that's, you know, and we kept the cost lower than we were originally paying. So I, I feel like we've made a good decision there. So, you know, the, the operations end of it, uh, we sort of do in pieces throughout the year based on our busy season and our slow season. So uh, we're about, you know, to come into a busy season. So because of the type of business we are, because we use uh, e-commerce as one vehicle uh, that we have, What's happened for us has been that this whole virus that's worldwide has caused our business to go up. We're about 65% ahead of last year just because people want to send others sweet treats in the mail. So, so this whole sort of side of our business has really stepped up. And, and that's, that's a great, great thing. It's good to yeah. have all of it, you know. That's cool. That's really, really great. Yeah. And uh, so we, we uh, I was going to say one other thing. We, yeah. uh, we share a building. Uh, we realized long ago that we thought it was best for us to do the manufacturing and shipping and that part, but we didn't necessarily want a retail location where we had to fund workers standing there selling pies. So we share a building with a coffee company, and they're the front end retail. Part, and we're the back end, just manufacturing and shipping and all of that. So it's worked out really well for us. Uh, we just make them and hand them to them, and they sell them out the front in addition to all the shipping. And right now, because of the virus, they're closed. So yeah. what's happened is that whole aspect of our business has dropped off because people can't really come in to get it. But the other part has stepped up, so it's all worked out. It's kind of like a balancing act. You have to keep all the plates in the air <laughs> as much as you can. <laughs> yeah, this is really, really interesting. So we see it, uh, the, the, the big um, hype for e-commerce uh, in the past few weeks um, is, is that every e-commerce store is lifting up um, because of Corona. Uh, this is really, um, yeah, a, a, a good thing for e-commerce, of course, but it's a, it's a really yeah. bad for the world to have that virus. Yeah. At the moment, but um, for e-commerce, so we are we're seeing uh, huge traffic there, and uh, all the people um, that I, that we talk to and that are our clients, of course, a lot of them uh, using Sing Spider, um, they have much more traffic, much more more uh, orders, and uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting that that this is. Uh, it is interesting, working. and I just I suggest if you're thinking of starting a business, if this podcast is for people that are thinking of starting a business, I suggest that you definitely keep that as one aspect of your business. 
you know, you, you yeah, may have other absolutely. vehicles, but yeah, but that is definitely something in today's world that you have to do. You just have to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Fully agree. And what do you do to ensure that your customers have uh, constantly an awesome experience across all your channels? You have three channels? <laughs> and what are you doing with all the channels? Um, yeah, I think, I think um, we're still at a stage where, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hands-on everything and sort of overseeing everything. I do feel like... Um, I do feel like I'm more the operations at this point and less the production, um, but I'm able to look at it. We're all in the same building. So I'm in a, in a good place in terms of I can actually see it and make sure that it's all the same. Uh, in addition, the shipping is exactly the same. So for me, I feel like one of the things to keep the experience the same on every single one of the vehicles is that all the shipping happens in the same place in the same way. You know, there may be different swag in each box. Like when we take an order from Amazon, um, we put different stuff in the box than we put if we if we take an order from Gold Belly. You know, it's, it's a little bit different, but it's happening in exactly the same place. So the people doing the two kinds, the two different kinds of shipping are either standing next to each other or it's the same person doing both. Okay. So the experience okay. would be exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's but that's good. because we're smaller, you know. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I will. I will always keep it the same, but I think it's easy because we're smaller. Yeah. It's always sometimes it's really always easier when you're smaller because you can react fast and you can be first to something and 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 um, make a fast decision, especially, um, which is of course I harder totally when you're agree. bigger. Yeah. Yes, and I did, totally did, agree. I think that's yeah. And did you did you face any significant downtime or any disruption of your service um, where you have thought, well, um, we need to change something, or it really is um, difficult, or is everything smooth running with Shopify and the channels? Uh, Shopify has always been super smooth. Whenever I have a problem, they have. I think they call them gurus. They have uh, people that you can tap and have an instant chat with, and you can literally take care of anything on your website. I mean, I just can't say enough good about that software. Uh, Shopify has been just excellent. And I, I feel like um, anytime we have a problem, I just reach out to whomever and start asking questions. And I'm, I'm willing to learn from anybody uh, what, what might be a better option. So, so again, my experience has been, I just look at the problems that are dead ahead of me and try to solve as many of them as I can and take a step forward. And if that step forward isn't working for me, then I'll, I'll move maybe to the left a little, you know, I just keep moving. And, and that's really, you know, my, my advice to people would be, you know, whenever you, whenever you see that you have a problem ahead of you, try to figure out what it is and move forward. But don't, give up on the problem you know solve the problem in some way you may have to go around it instead of going through it but you know you've got to solve the problem in some way and then move forward and it's all about just continuing to move and find the problems ahead of you and solve those move forward absolutely that's nice nice suggestions and uh <laughs> 
Do you? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that simple, absolutely. <laughs> but it's, it's hard. Simple. It's hard. It's hard. Um, yeah. yeah. Marsha, is, is, is automation something that is important for you? What, what role does automation play for you? Well, we, we just have, uh, so far at this point, we can scoop every cake and every bit of the filling gets hand scooped as well. And then each cake and filling gets weighed to make sure that it's what it should weigh. And, but we've just purchased, uh, about a year ago, we purchased a machine called a depositor, which will literally, you know, we throw the batter in the machine and it pumps out the cakes onto trays. So our problem has been that we've not been able to get really consistent with it. So we find ourselves going, okay, we need these cakes really badly, so let's just hand soup them. So we keep going back to hand souping. But at some point, we have to make this commitment and work our, you know, we've made a plan, now work our plan, get this thing to be consistent and move forward. Or even if it's not perfectly consistent, find a system that will say, say the tray has cakes that are all the same size except for two, scoop the two back into the batter, bake that cake, that tray with, with two missing and keep pumping. You know, it's, it's just a matter of uh, committing to do it and make that uh, big change, which is using the machine versus scooping, hand scooping every, every yeah. cake. So, and, but we are what, working on that. What I find very interesting um, at, at, at the type of product that you have, if you implement something new, It needs a lot of testing, right? So you need to do a lot of product yes. testing. Yeah, and I think this is something I would like. Being product tester. I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Um, that's what I was going to tell you. People love that. They're like, please, let me. <laughs> yeah, so you, 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 there's, no, there's no problem to find a product tester. And we'll... not, not seemingly. Not so far. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. Um, so... Um, <laughs> What are your plans for the next, say, let's the next 12 months? What what does your the, uh, your your ops team plan? What are you focused on the next 12 months? Right. Well, I was just telling you that we're just at the stage where we're sort of pulling the company into two parts, um, and I would like to continue that and pull it into a third part as well, so that there is the operations, there is the production, and there is the shipping component, because so much of our our business is shipping um, that I feel like that's a whole sort of team of its own. So that's sort of in the next year, my thought process is that we're going to have three teams. The teams will all be interconnected, they'll all be cross-trained, so that If, say, we have a big production time and we really need production, but we don't have any shipping for, typically we ship on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, but we don't typically ship just a little bit on Thursday, not a lot, but none on Friday. So Friday is always a production day anyway and a bigger production day. So we could, if we're all cross-trained, we can jump out of our place and go to production for big production days and get a lot more accomplished and, and keep bouncing back and forth that way. And like at Christmas time, when we're shipping out 250 dozen a day, um, it gets really, the shipping part gets overwhelming. So we need everybody, you know, to jump into shipping, but they have to be in production too. So <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> But I think that's our, in the next 12 months, that's the plan that I have in my mind is 
I'm pulling this in three different directions to, to sort of set up three different separate departments that sort of operate somewhat separately, but always all together and cross trained so that we can move each other back and forth as we need. Yeah. Cool. This is a plan. So you have something to do. Um, the last yes. question for today, Marsha, the last question, uh, who has taught you the most about e-commerce in your career? Yeah, I knew you were going to ask that question because you told me. And the thing is that um, it hasn't been one particular place that I could say. It's been a, a bunch of things that converge on you at once. And there's no choice but to have to do the research learn what you need to learn and step forward. Like I didn't know how to build a website at all, but I was able to do it by myself in six days because I just figured it out. I just learned it and moved on. And so I feel like Shopify has taught me a great deal. Um, working with Gold Belly has taught me a great deal. Gold Belly, the people there are wonderful and I can't say enough good about them. I, I hope that at some point they'll be shipping overseas. They'll be, international so you can experience some of the food that they have to offer because it's, it's amazing they just find the best of the best and and sell it but they themselves the gold belly people are really just tech people that's all they do and they set up the best website that allows the most sophisticated options and uh i just can't say enough about them and if i have a problem i can always ask them as well um And that's, that's sort of been the sum of my experience is learn it myself or ask and step out, reach out to the people around me that are doing something similar and learn from them. Uh, I've just found that, uh, you know, it's not like I took a lot of classes in how to do it. I just figured it out. I sorted the problems in front of me and took one step. And that's really, really, that's the sum total of it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Marsha. Uh, I really like the, you. your enthusiasm. So you really are um, very powerful. And uh, I see that that um, you built up your, your Shopify store yourself within a few days. You got online, you got selling, uh, you introduced marketplaces. This is something that a lot of the small businesses simply don't do um, at the first place. So they're struggling with going on marketplaces. And when they go on marketplaces, it takes them time and there is no automation in behind and so on. And I really like that, that um, to hear that there's a small business jumping on e-commerce, going on marketplaces, standing out, being that powerful, solving problems. And what I hear very often is, Learning from Google is, uh, you know, blog posts, uh, reading blog posts, searching, searching on Google. Uh, just keep your ears open for new input and uh, solving problems. Thank you very and, much, Marsha. And it's all about, it's all about the hustle. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the hustle. It's all about the hustle. Absolutely. <laughs> so good luck with with your lovely um, capes. It's really um, a, a great product, I think. So unfortunately, I'm here in Austria. So if you come once here to Austria, drop in a box. Um, and I will. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Good luck and have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.
And that's it for this episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for Ecom Ops Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.